Hi there and welcome to row 14 of the Get Fit by Rowing series. Now today is going to be one of these max intensity workouts. So if you want to start warming up now by doing some light rowing before we get into the main warm up, please do. Okay, so I want to make sure that you're properly warmed up for today's main session, which is 10 one minute intervals with one minute rest in between. Really easy. So it's only 19 minutes worth of our main session today. Okay, and actually only 10 minutes of that is going to be rowing. However, you want this to be up at max intensity. So that means a high stroke rate, kind of 30, maybe 32 strokes per minute with as much power as you can get into the machine through the course of that minute, okay? I want you to make sure that your heart rate in this one is up into that zone five. Maybe interval one, you're not quite there, but hopefully by interval two, you will be up at that zone five heart rate. That means kind of 90 to 100% of your max heart rate. Of course, only if this is healthy for you to do so. That's the, uh, the caveat. I have to put in here as long as your body is healthy to do this at max intensity I want you to do it at max intensity all right from a pace point of view then what that really means is that you're looking at your kind of your 1k pace if you have a 1k pace or 2k minus 5 maybe faster if you can and obviously from an effort out of 10 point of view we're looking at 10 out of 10 okay I don't want you to over uh, from stroke rate point of view I don't want to overburn this okay and be up like the high uh, 40s at which point you're just kind of flying and dying out of control and then within like three four intervals you're on the floor and you're kind of you can't do the whole 10. I want to make sure that you are under control through all 10 intervals here okay but it's so important that you put in max intensity all right so we need to get into our proper warm-up we're going to do a five minute warm-up for those that have just been sitting here listening to me as I'm stumbling over my words I'm trying not to stop today you see um so five minute warm up. So you have to get your machine set up already so even if you're doing light rowing already listen to this bit just in case uh you I uh, haven't got done one of these basically. So uh, obviously on a water rower there's not much that I can change but I can set my monitor to eye height so I don't have to look up and I don't have to look down and I can adjust my foot stretchers and I'll talk about them in a sec. However, if you're on a concept two, set your drag factor to where you want it to be, okay? If you don't know anything about drag factor, set the lever between four and five and then watch the video I have on drag factor on here so you'd have a better idea where to set it. If you're on a non-concept two or on whatever and you have a resistance setting or something, get a nice feel from the stroke but you don't want to tug against it to get it moving, all right? And finally, for those foot stretchers then, you want to set them so you can get your uh, shins into a vertical position as you come into the front of the machine. Now, sometimes it's about foot stretcher height. Weirdly, I'm finding it a lot easier today to get into this position with vertical shins because I've got my um, Eddie Van Halen um, uh, water shoes on instead of being a proper pair of trainers. So this is adjusted it just into a nice point. A good rule of thumb, this intro's gone on and on and on, isn't it? A good, a good rule of thumb is that the um, foot straps should kind of cover the balls of your feet and that should give you the flexibility you need to get into the front without overshooting, all right? So we're going to get into our five minute warm up. We're going to do this at an intensity that's kind of the same as if you were standing up while holding on to two bags of shopping, okay? So not too intense for the first minute and then we'll increase and we'll do some speed bursts as we get through. You ready? This run about 20 strokes a minute. Strokes. Oh, what's he on about? I should really start again, but I'm not going to. Okay, in three, two, one, go. I don't know why I set myself a goal today to try and get through the entire intro without making a without stopping. I was about to say without making a mistake, but I was making quite a few mistakes when I was talking. But. So, intensity-wise, like I say, it's just like standing up from a squat with just a little bit more force, so it's as though you're holding like a bag of shopping in each hand. Okay, so that way you feel 
you're still putting a bit of a push into the machine, but you can think about your body angles while you're pushing. So that means you are tilting forwards over your hips with straight arms, and then you push your feet into the machine while holding those straight arms and the forwards tilt. And that helps the power come from your legs, through your body and into the machine. Right. So a minute in, you can increase that push from your feet. If you know your current 2K time, if you've done a 2K time trial, then row at run about 18 seconds slower than the average 500 meter pace from that 2K time trial. So if you did it in two minutes 20, then your average 500 meter pace is, two, is did I say 220? I meant 820, sorry. If you did to the 2K in 820, your average is 205. Oh, this doesn't bode, <laughs> bode well for my, <laughs> my production values throughout all of the road today, does it? Okay, so what we're gonna do is 15 second bursts. Okay, so take two more strokes. One more, and keep the stroke rate the same, but push harder with the legs. Okay, I want the pace to come from you pushing harder with the legs, not from you pulling with the arms. Right, then take it back down to that gentler pace, the 2K plus 18, if that's how you're working, or just five out of 10 effort, our low intensity pace, basically. And we'll do the same again, here we go. 15 seconds, push harder. And hopefully you'll see on screen your pace jumps up as you push harder with the legs. Okay, let's take it easy for 15. And then this time, push the same amount as you were before, but increase stroke rate too. You ready? Here we go, so just take stroke rate up a tiny bit. Push harder with your legs as well. And you should find you're going even faster. One more. Go nice and gentle again. That pace that you do the low intensity rows at should kind of be your fallback pace. Okay. Let's go again, same thing. Higher stroke rate, more power from the legs. Maybe see if you can go one or two seconds faster than you were before. One more. And 15 easy. This should just be getting your heart rate up without taxing you too much. One more. Let's go fast again. Even higher. Stroke rate this time. Get into the front. Push out powerfully with your legs. And take it 15 easy. You've got one more of these to do. 
Okay, one more stroke. And 15, nice and powerful. Try and make this the fastest 15 second burst of your warm up. And then we'll take one more stroke and then we'll just paddle home for 15 seconds. Nice and light, get your muscles moving. Focus on your breath. One more. Whew. And that's it. Well, that's it for the warm up anyway. <laughs> you can, of course, continue some light rowing while I explain one more time what it is we're doing today, but make sure and have a quick drink as well. Okay then, so just to recap today, what we're doing is 10 one minute max efforts with one minute rest in between. So that means zone five heart rate, as long as medically you're okay to do it, okay? <laughs> um, your pace is in terms of 2K training pace, is gonna be 2K minus five or faster. Kind of run about your 1K pace or faster if you can achieve it through all 10 intervals. And from an effort out of 10 point of view, then we're looking at 10 out of 10, okay? So it's, it's really simple to explain. It's not quite as simple to row it. Because <laughs> it's a lot, of, a lot of effort has to go into this. But this is how you build up your VO2 max. And that is an important part of your fitness journey. And remember, that's what this plan is about, okay? It's about improving your fitness not really a performance-based one, although this will improve your performance. It's about your fitness, okay? So um, you have to make sure and put this one nice and hard, okay? Really powerfully in order to make sure and get those benefits, right? I think I've flanneled enough. So uh, one last drink. Make sure you're ready. Have a little wiggle of your backside. Couldn't get the little thing open just then, sorry. <sighs> okay, you ready for this? Okay, let's go. In three, two, one, go. So like I say, a nice high stroke rate. I'm gonna aim for run about 30, possibly 32 as we get through the workout. I think I'm on 30 right now. And from a pace point of view, I am currently at 140. So that's one minute 40 per 500 meters which is 2K minus five. I'll try and check in with my pace through the course of this row. But it's not about me, it's about you. Heart rate is in the yellow now, zone four. Almost there. One more stroke. So yeah, 145 heart rate, which is, I think that's 80%. Can't do the maths. The Smart Row app on Water Rower just shows me colored bands. So I'm in yellow, which is zone four at the end of that. But I don't know, it's a percentage of my max heart rate what that was. But remember, any data I give out is just about me, it's not about you. Your pace is your pace. The actual heart rate I hit is me. As long as you're working hard for your pace and you're at that zone five heart rate, that's what matters. Whew, okay, 10 seconds to go if you wanna do some light rowing to get the fan or whatever moving. 
four, three, two, one, go. Because that first stroke from a stopped flywheel or water wheel can sometimes be a little bit jolty. And I don't want you to injure yourself with that first stroke and tweak your back. So if you wanna get your machine moving by light rowing for the 10 seconds leading up to an interval, please do. Okay, I'm at 137 pace. I seem to be gunning it a bit. Six seconds, two, one more stroke. Okay, 149 heart rate in that one. So even though I was going faster, heart didn't spike any or that much more. Not quite hit the red zone five yet so I'm gonna have to try harder in interval three I'll try and remember and put the graph of my heart rate up at the end of the row so you can see what I went through okay 15 seconds to go because of course we're in this together 10 seconds to go if you want to do that light rowing Interval three coming up in five, four, three, two, one, go. <sighs> Try and get right back into your stroke rate and hopefully pace will take care of itself. <sighs> it's a good thing about the water rower and concept two is really, if you have a pretty uniform stroke rate, or sorry, I'm saying stroke technique, then as you go up through the rakes, your pace should take care of itself. Okay. Four, three, two, one. Ah, 151. Still, according to Smart Row in zone four, even though I was at 137 pace again. Seems I've got a bit more to give. <laughs> Trust me, I don't think I do. I might have to play the I'm talking card if it doesn't rise soon. Recovery is important. Keep an eye. Oh, I've not had a drink. Right. 15 seconds, have a drink if you haven't. Oh. Okay, seven seconds. Five, 
four, three, two, one, go. And into there. We're trying to swallow and breathe at the same time. So, could well be that my technique is slightly off and I'm not getting the full pressure of my leg drive. So, I'm gonna concentrate on holding my forwards tilt as long as I can. Stop a bit. Come on. Three, two, one. Oh, hit the red finally. So it seems it takes 155 BPM for me to get into the red. Oh. Make sure to wiggle your backside. Ease that pressure off your glutes. So how many was that? One, two, three. Is that just the fourth? Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I was down at 136 pace there. I'm trying to squeeze out. Oh, my seat pad. Shifting okay, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. That, that seat pad brings up a good thing. Try to focus on what you should be doing right in a session like this. Try not to let your mind drift to things that are negative, whether it's a seat pad or sounds in the gym, things that can throw your concentration. Keep on point. Okay, all right. One more. Oh. If you need to unstrap to just help comfort, do so, but give yourself enough time to get back in again. Oh. <sighs> Was that five? Sounds at the Bon Jovi point. <sighs> 10 seconds to go. Six. Five, 
four, three, two, one, go. Now your aim is to try to maintain your speed and power through this workout. Those one minute rests should be enough to take the edge off fatigue that you may feel towards the end of each interval. But don't worry if the fade starts to set in. 10 seconds. Four, three, two. Oh. All those people who say the water rower is easier than a concept two. Oh. It's only easy if you don't put in the effort. Oh man, we've still got four, three to go, four to go. I've lost count. Four to go. I don't know where I am. Eight seconds to go. Hopefully you know. Four, three, two, one, go. You get his four, isn't it? My timer said seven minutes, which would be four workouts with just three rest periods. Exercise brain is real. Make sure to breathe in a good supportive pattern. Less than 15, 10 seconds, five, four, three, two, one. Oh, these last strokes I'm taking are now pathetic. Oh. oh, I'm really sorry. I'm usually better at talking to you, but Max is Max, and I'm not wanting to shortchange you. Accountability is really the most important part of this. 15 seconds to go. Oh. 10. I'll remember to drink in the next one. Five, 
four, three, two, one, go. Three to go. Might be for you that at this stage, you just wanna count strokes. Maybe you're at 32 strokes per minute. So start each one and just count down. Counting down, I find mentally easier than counting up. Okay, 15 seconds. Push. <laughs> Didn't want to chicken out oh, that last one. Oh, straps. <laughs> Who made this? Ten. Have a drink. Still 137 pace. <sighs> 10 seconds. Got two more intervals to go. Five, four, three, two, one, go. <sighs> so remember, count down the strokes and stay strong. Push with your legs. This second last interval is often the slowest. In the run up to the finish as you tire and know you still have one more, but don't let it power. Straight arms, push with the legs. Five, four, three, two, push, one. Oh. 138, told you. So this last one, give it everything. Whatever you have left inside, high stroke rate, high power, even if you do the first 30 at the same pace you've been doing, do the last 30 as fast as you can. 10 seconds to go. Five, 
four, three, two, one, go. Come on. Settle in or go fast for this first 30 seconds. I want to make sure you've left everything in the machine. One more. Increase stroke rate. Just a bit, if you can. And then add power to that rate. Increase. Now both, increase power and rate. Two more, one more. Hundred sixty-four, which was still unbelievably only mid zone five, according to my max heart rate of one hundred and seventy-four, but. The very fact I can hardly get a word out sideways shows, at least from a effort point of view, or perceived effort, that was 10 out of 10. I finished pace-wise at 1.33. Ah. I'm not saying it was for that many strokes. I'll just have been for those last 10 seconds, but oh, hang on, I've got to set my monitor first. Ah, save, sorry, excuse me a sec, while I start. Now, let's do this as the drills but the other way around. So we're going to start with arms and back only rowing, okay? So I want you to do, have straight legs, okay? And we're just going to row with our back and our arms to start this, okay? Here we go then in three, two, one. Oops. So <laughs> I completely forgot what I was doing. <laughs> so you swing over your back, pull in your arms, out with your arms, and go back over your hips again. But you're not bending your legs. Fair enough, you might soften your knees as you come forwards for safety, but you're not getting any power from your legs. One more here, we're gonna to roll to the front, and this is when we get power from our legs. Forwards tilt, straight arms, push out from the front, and hold this forwards tilt and straight arms. Just use your legs. Don't swing your back. Don't pull your arms. Just push with the legs. Work on the timing between your feet pushing and your hands connecting. Okay, take one foot out, 
put on the ground and then row normally but with only one leg strapped in. This is actually a very nice way to do a cool down. I wonder if I should just shift the drills to here. Nah, they're too useful for a warm up. One more here and we'll swap feet. Continue with the other leg on the floor and the other leg strapped in. Now this is just really about helping with your flexibility coming into the front. It also reduces the intensity that you're rowing at, which is why it's perfect for a cool down. One more. Oh, you know, there was a point in the middle of the main session today where I really thought I'd made a mistake that I wasn't going to get through to the end. Oh, but man, am I pleased. Turn about now that the endorphin rush kicks in and you're like, I did it. I got through a really tough row. Did it at the intensity I was meaning to. Uh, didn't give in at the point when my body was like, man, you've not got this today. You're going to have to ease off. Which is kind of what I was saying about, I might have to play the card if I'm talking at the same time. That's when I was like, oh man, I can't hold this, keep this up. But I did. That's the important part. I kept going at the pace that I wanted to, which was the 137 pace. And I kept going, so hopefully you did too. Sorry, there was a little bit of a coda after. I should be on stretching by now, but I thought I'd better say that. So, um, uh, if you don't have time to stretch, just take a moment, stretch your hamstrings, your quads and your glutes if you can, but not in the shower, because I don't want you to slip and fall over. If you have space, if maybe while I was talking, you found yourself a stretching mat somewhere. Uh, so if you have space, Stretcher John will take you through stretches that you can do on a mat, and I will take you through stretches that you can do on a machine. And I will most likely complain about not being able to do glutes properly, but hey, it's me. If a joke's worth saying once, it's worth saying again. So, legs back in the straps, nice and straight, hands in the air, and then hinge forwards over your hips and fold forwards. Uh, so that your upper body, your chest is basically coming down towards your legs. Now you're not rounding your lower or upper back in order to do this. You're also not grabbing your ankles and pulling yourself down. Once you get into this position and you feel you've got that stretch in your hamstrings and you're just resting your hands on your ankles, you can walk them forwards to increase that stretch. But I don't want you to grab onto your toes and pull yourself forwards or grab onto your laces and pull yourself forward. I want you to naturally stretch into this one, okay? Because otherwise you could get injured. Right, Let's see if I can do this without complaining today. Uh, glutes next, one leg up on the rail, other foot comes over so that the, your heel is in the crook of your knee. Bring that knee across your body so you have a straight line between your face, your knee and your foot. Hold that knee in place, rotate round and then hold on to the back of your seat if you're on the machine. Uh, and that rotation is what gets right into your glutes. This is quite similar, um, it's not the same, but it's similar. <laughs> to a stretch that you can do for your piriformis. But because of this rotation round to the side, that's what gets it into, well, my glutes anyway. And that kind of pulling of it. The pulling of the knee across your body is kind of um, a lot to do with the, uh, this kind of piriformis stretch that it could be. But because of that rotation round and kind of 
flowing down your trunk and everything flowing down into your glutes that's what gets it down there instead uh, change legs sorry i was so busy comparing oh crikey oh i gotta get my seat bottom right there we go so busy comparing the piriformis to the glute stretch that i forgot to change legs oh, oh my watch is keeps on saying are you rowing i should turn that feature off really but there are times where it's quite handy basically the apple watch if you don't know um, you could, there's a setting on it that it will recognize if you're doing a workout and it'll say, are you rowing or are you running? And then you can start it and it'll measure your activity. But because of all the other tech I have running, um, I barely, I, I rarely say yes to it. It's only if I'm out for a walk, maybe that'll say yes. And I'll go, oh, I might as well say yes. But like here, I've got the smart row app that's running. I've got my MyZone uh, heart rate monitor and app running. So Loads of things to track on what I'm doing, so I don't need my Apple Watch doing it. Oh. Right, that old man noise was the sound of me standing up <laughs> so that I could stretch my quads. So rest one hand on the monitor for stability, flick the opposing or the opposite leg up behind me, and then holding on to the upper part of my foot and then adding a stretch to keep the heel up against my backside, therefore stretching my quads. If you don't feel like you're getting a stretch into that big meaty muscle in the front of your leg, you're doing something wrong. Maybe your posture's off, maybe you're, I don't know, pulling out to the side. Maybe you are, maybe your knee's coming forwards. Um, I think if your knee's going back, you still get a stretch into your quads. So just maybe do this in front of a mirror and see what you're like. Remember, I do have a poster on my website, the Stretchy John poster, whoops, which has still images of how you should be doing all these stretches. Um, I can't remember what it's called. I think it was one of the tabs on my website. So if you go to rowalong.com, one of the tabs has the poster on it, I'm sure. But that's where you can also find details about all of the plans and stuff that I have up here on YouTube. And don't worry, I'm not sending you there because once you're there, I'm going to start charging you money. No, 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 no. I don't do that. Everything's free. The only thing I charge you money for is if you want to buy a t-shirt like this one. My embrace the com discomfort, <laughs> embrace the comfort, embrace the discomfort t-shirt, which to be fair, I've embraced so much, it's starting to fade away. Um, right, let's move on to hip flexors. So one knee on the ground with your foot behind you, other foot is in front of you with a knee above it, so you have a 90 degree angle on both sides. Have a good posture, squeeze that glute at the back, or tense that glute, sorry, not squeeze, um, tense your stomach muscles, and then lean back. So that tensing of the stomach muscles of the core is something that uh, I saw in a YouTube video, basically someone, I was reading into other stretches for hip flexors and they said basically exactly the same thing, except tense your core as well. And I thought, you know what? Nothing bad can come of tensing your core while doing this. It's like when, I, when I'm brushing my teeth at night. Oh, change legs. Uh, my... So hang the same thing, so tense that muscle, tense the, and lean back. My um, toothbrush is an electric one, and every 30 seconds it buzzes uh, to let me know 30 seconds is up. And so basically, and then after two minutes, it does four buzzes to let me know that the two minutes is up. And so as I'm brushing my teeth, I just, I do uh, the trans, transverse abdominal exercise, which is when you kind of, it's like you suck in your stomach, like your lower part of your stomach. And it's almost like you're trying to, touch your back with your stomach muscles, so you're sucking it in. 
that's really good for your TVAs, your transverse abdominals. Uh, because why not? It's two minutes where otherwise I'm just standing there staring at the mirror with the electric toothbrush. So I might as well be doing something with it. You can squat, you can hold an isometric squat as you do it, but then I do, uh, I'll hold a isometric squat, which is kind of holding this position. Hi. Um, uh, like hovering in that squat position. I'll do that when I'm washing my hands, because why not? Like 20 seconds washing your hands, 20 seconds squat. <sighs> Talking to hands, put them uh, together in front of your face, push them together, and then down, and then as you're pushing, bring them down in front of your body, and you'll find you'll get a nice stretch into your wrists and forearms from doing this. Which, for today's workout, you might have got a good uh, amount of tension through your forearms and wrists, so this stretch will help. Um, and your fingers as well. Me, 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 me. Um, Stretching is stretching is good. When you're 18, you don't need to stretch because you're bouncy and stretchy and boingy. When you get to my age, you do need to stretch. I mean, I just re I really do notice, especially if I it's my hamstrings that suffer most if I don't stretch them properly. Oh, it just gets tighter and tighter and tighter. Even though I've got a standing desk at work, let's do our shoulders. So it's hand straight out in front of your body. Bring it across that arm across your body. Then use your other arm, loop it round, and then hold it against your body. Just increase that. Kind of that tension, that stretch. Yeah, I've got a standing desk, which is what I, when I'm working at work, funnily enough, <laughs> um, I stand up all day long. So it's not like I'm sitting at a desk with my hamstrings constantly activated, but still, um, if I don't stretch my hamstrings, especially after a row like today, just the next day I'm as tight as a, tight as a drum, tight as my snare drum. <sighs> yeah, it's the end of my story. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if like, this was the point after like 600 rows up here, 600 row long workouts, I finally ran out of things to say. And I was like, um, well, there's <laughs> uh, always the fallback of technique. I don't like, it's, well, sorry, I do like talking about technique, but I know there's a balance between talking technique and kind of just talking about stuff. Um, in fact, someone, someone actually did leave a message. Let's, that's what's done with the shoulders. Let's move on to triceps next. Um, so hands behind you so you're a ski jumper. Rotate your thumbs outwards. That gives you a nice stretch through your long head, long head of your bicep. Yeah, someone, I can't remember the name, sorry, because I read it literally before I came out today. But somebody did just leave a comment saying, the, the remind, reminders about technique are fantastic and useful. However, I do enjoy it when you talk about other stuff. And I know that... I know that's the case, um, but especially for, and my reply to that comment was actually saying, it's kind of at the beginning of a new series, especially if it's something about just fitness, like kind of the, anybody could have found this. Like, like I said, it's not, this isn't a performance plan. So someone who has a rowing machine might go, oh look, oh, get fit by rowing and click on it. So it's important at the beginning of a plan like this, in fact, let's do triceps next. So hand in the air, comes on your back, touches your spine, then use your other arm to help that triceps that points straight to the sky. Um, yeah, so a series like this, because it's fitness-based and anyone can do it, it's important that at the beginning I do talk technique just to try and get across um, the kind of the, the basic, kind of most important parts of technique right at the start. Because uh, what I don't want is people to get like 10, 10 rows into it and then say, right, now technique, remember, you have to use your legs. And they're like, oh man, I'm nine, nine workouts into this and I've just been using my arms. So, swap arms. So, yes, it's, it's an unfortunate, I mean, in a perfect world, 
everybody would start right from the very beginning of my library, um, right from back from the days when I was doing this in the CrossFit gym, and I was rather dry and boring, or more, more dry and boring back then. Um, uh, yeah, everyone go right back to the beginning and work their way through and then that way they'll get all of the, the things that I've ever said about technique. Although there's a few things that I've changed my description and opinion on over time, so it's probably better to, to do it this way. But yeah, so in an ideal world you'd all already know about technique and I could just talk about Van Hale and Dead Mouse and how much I love my kids. But Unfortunately, I have to talk technique as well, so you have to kind of get through that. But hopefully you're focused on your rowing at the time anyway, so really what you're hearing from me is like the school teacher from uh, Peanuts, all you can hear is <laughs> every time I talk. It's, I mean, listen, that's the best I can hope for. <laughs> that's what it is. You're just all you hear is push with the legs. <laughs> there we go. Now, if, if, if I was still doing the individual um, hashtags, today would be, well, it wouldn't be because how would you do that? It'd be peanuts, but it's not. The hashtag to leave, if you can leave any kind of comment, is get fit with roll along. So I just want one hashtag for the whole series. Um, yeah, so if you can leave any comment, either on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever, and you want to, there's hashtag get fit with roll along because it's cool. And that's it, we're done. So like I said, in the period between uh, the cool down and the stretching, um, it, <laughs> there's no getting around the fact that this is a tough row, okay? And when you face into it, and when you see that it's a max intensity workout, there is always going to be a part of you that says, oh man, do I have to work hard today? And you know what? You don't, all right? I'm going to give you, you're going to say, if you come up and it's a max intensity workout and you're tired and you're demotivated and you're like, you know what? If I sat down and did this today, I know I'm not going to give it my all. What I'd say is skip this one, go straight to the next low intensity row, Okay. So even if that means you're doing two low intensity rows one after the other, that's fine by me. But then hopefully that second one will make you kind of go, right, here we go, now I've got it and I'm ready for that max intensity row. Because your, your brain it sometimes checks out and doesn't want to do it. And unless you're training on a very rigid training plan that's designed for your like to, to peak at a 500 meter or 1K or 2K race or something, then you can play this, especially a, just a fitness one, you can play this one a little bit... Uh, looser let's say as long as you keep on keeping to those low those low motivation those low intensity rows and you keep them low intensity you don't because what you don't want to do is do a low intensity row but go too fast and suddenly you're in that middle ground so if you come up to a max intensity row so you so remember my weeks go i go low max low hard or mid um if you want to go low low max uh, just to push it off a day, then by all means do. And then if you want to drop the hard one at the end of the week and then find another low intensity row for my library, yeah, go for it, okay? The most important rows in this plan are the low intensity and the max intensity. So if you want to play a little juggle game, that's fine. As long as in every four row block, you do um, at least one max intensity, okay? You can do three, three low intensities if you wish, but you have to do at least one max intensity, okay? So... That's what I'm saying. That's, we're in week four, so we can, we, we can play a bit more. Hey, if I was a school teacher, I'd be like, hey, call me John, instead of Professor Stevenson. <laughs> Professor Stevenson, that'll never happen. Um, yeah, do you understand? I hope you do, because I don't want, because the worst thing that can happen is the demotivation that you look at a tough session and you go, oh, I'm not doing that. Which on a series like this, it, you, you, you're, you can just kind of back off a little bit, go, no, I'm not ready for that, I can do something else. If you're on a, a proper performance plan, like I said, you have to follow the plan because it's there for a reason. This one, eh, 
Okay, there we go. Sorry, that went on a bit. I apologise, but I fe felt somebody did post something on, um, was it Sunday, talking about how they were feeling quite demotivated for doing the tough stuff. And this is where my Accountability Mondays thing on the Facebook group has started from, is that actually accountability is half the thing here. If you're working out within a group of people and you're accountable for what you say you're going to do, more chances that you're going to go ahead and do it. So what I've done is on the Facebook group every uh, Sunday or Monday, I'm going to post the Accountability Monday, or I might change the name of it, uh, image. And then I put what my goals are there, and then everybody then replies on what their, their goals are too. And then we all kind of follow up on each other's posts and, and blah, 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 to keep ourselves accountable. So hopefully that will help. And that was born out of a post of someone saying they're a little bit demotivated for the max intensity stuff. And I kind of said to them, What's your why? Why are you doing this? What, why are you rowing? What is your why? And that kind of helped. And so all this stuff kind of comes together, right? I'm going to shut up because this video is now going to look as though it's a heck of a lot longer than a 19-minute <laughs> row. So um, thank you so much for doing this one. I hope you understood what I was saying at the end there. I hope you hung around for it and listened to it. If not, then pff, whatever. Remember, if you leave a, a comment and do use the Get Fit with Row Along hashtag, I will look forward to seeing you in the next row in this series, hopefully, which will be back to that low intensity or maybe one of my other videos on this channel. Until then, row well, be well. Bye-bye.